We praise the Lord and greetings again from Faith Restoration Ministries. It is so good to be here again this morning. Could well say, Happy New Year. God has been good to us, although we have not been here or in terms of recording for some time now. Yet I am so glad I waited on the leading and the direction of the Holy Spirit. God is so good, and no matter what we do, we know that he is in total control. Despite all the tumults and the conflicts and the disarray you see and hear around you, God is still the author of peace and not the author of confusion. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come and bow before your presence this morning. We truly give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you honor. There's so much excitement in my spirit this morning, and I know this is when you wanted me to be here. You arranged it this way, even though for many weeks I've been trying to get on, but it was just not time. Today, Lord God, you want to remind us you are the God who gives peace perfect peace, not as the world gives. The peace you give, dear God, it stays with us. Nothing can mine it away. Nothing can shift it. It is all up to us if we have faith to receive and to believe. I pray you bless this program this morning. I ask for your presence. I pray, dear Lord, you bless those who are in turmoil, even though they may be rich, famous, but there is still that yearning inside of them, the longing for that sweet peace that only comes from you. We pray, Lord, that at the end of this program, somebody will be blessed and someone will say, this is what I have been waiting for. Father, there are all kinds of messages out there. But I ask you to water this message with your Holy Spirit. We pray for the anointing. We ask you cover us. Lord, we plead the blood against every plan and work of the enemy. And we take authority according to your words against all demonic infestation. We ask God that through you, through the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the word will come forth with the anointing and with force as we speak according as your oracle. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank God again. I also want to remind you um, of a college that I would like to recommend to you. Are you looking for somewhere to study the word? Do you want to know more about the word? Do you want to spend time in God's word? There are many pastors today, believe it or not. They are going to be in church this morning. But many of them have not opened the Bible for the entire week. They may, now that we have AI, there's AI, no doubt they'll be going to AI, give me a message, and AI will give them a message that they are going to give to you. And it's going to be just words that they'll be speaking, you know, words from what some mechanical toy has given to them. And so they will use that as their sermon this morning. But I want you to know that, um, 
that anything without the anointing of the Holy Spirit is not valid. That's all man-made. It's all about the self, not about God's word. Nevertheless, if you want the word of God, you need to get back to the word. Get back to the Bible. We have a book, 66 volumes. Old and New Testament. Along with all the verses and the messages and everything that's in them. I want you to know, as ministers, you need to study the word. If you're not studying the word, something is wrong with you. You're a fraud. Okay? And I'm telling you the truth this morning. I don't care if you care to like to hear it or not. You're a fraud. You're just going in yourself or you use some um, humanistic um, teaching, which many of you do. Nevertheless, I wanted to tell you, we're talking about the school that I want to recommend to you, Shekinah Theological College. And some of the feedback that's coming from students, one of them came to me recently and I really had to, um, I pause, you know, when I read it, um, just to say to you that this is somewhere, if you really um, want to study the word, the scriptures, to get enlightened and to know more about God's word, Shekinah Theological College is, a, is very recommendable. And you may not hear of it, you know, from many people because it's, maybe they're going to say, where, where is that? What kind of, what's that? What we do, well, I think what, they, what is taught at this college is mainly we emphasize knowing the word, studying the word, and for people to get into the word. So I want to give you something that was um, presented. I want to show you. I need to share it with you before I get into the word this morning. Uh, it says here. I, I, I can't read everything that was given. Um, okay. Apart from everything else, I won't read all the person wrote. And this is not the only student. I have learned both spiritually and academically. My scriptural prowess have significantly, let me go back, sig significantly improved thanks to STC, that is Shekinah Theological College. Let me read, it, read that again. This is just a... Uh, a few words I'm taking from what was um, delivered to me. I have learned both spiritually and academically. My scriptural prowess have significantly improved. These are only, uh, rather, this is just a little bit of what students are saying pertaining to Shekinah Theological College. And I can guarantee you that if you were to um, listen to the Holy Spirit, pray. One of the things, when if you go to the page, um, I go there, you know, and you look at what they've got written there. And when it comes to, I think, the page that they have on their uh, application, I don't know if it is still there. Uh, but I'm sure once you say you want to come, you send in your um, uh I think they have, if you go to the front page, they have a, an, uh, 
contact form there, you fill that in, then they will send you the application form. But it also asks that you pray about it first. And this is important. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Always get the will of the Holy Spirit because he knows everything. You hear, okay, students say this, they say that. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? So pray first, all right? Shekinah Theological College, I believe, they, let me give you the address, www.frministry.org, or just Shekinah Theological College. Now let's get into the word today. The topic of our word today is God's abiding peace. God's abiding peace. And we're going to start here where in John chapter 14, verse 1, or maybe I better read this one here. Verse 27, that's where it begins. Verse 27 goes like this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And this is where Jesus repeated verse 1 of chapter 14 of um, John. John 14, 1, Jesus said, he began the chapter with this. He was about to leave. Well, he had to go through the crucifixion and everything's death and so forth first. But anyway, he was preparing them for his departure. He recognized that he knew the kind of upset that they would have faced. Maybe the confusion in their minds. We thought he was going to stay with us. What are we going to do now? I remember as a little girl. I was, and I mean, I was a little girl. I might have been about, mm, I don't know if I was 12 yet. Maybe 10, but I had an aunt. I loved her dearly. And she was with us at the time. And she left. <laughs> she was young. She left for, for London. And that day, I never went to. Those days you had to go on the boat. I decided I'm not going to the wharf. It was a Thursday. Everyone else in the house left. I said, I'm not going. And the reason why I did not go Something in my heart, it was as if she was taking my heart with her. I was so disappointed that here my aunt is leaving me. My other aunt that I loved had gone. Now she's going, and now what do I have left? And after they left, I bawled. I cried. I didn't want them to see me crying. You know, that my aunt, I didn't want them to see how I felt. About my aunt. I remember when I went to visit her a few years ago after leaving, you know, leaving London. I lived in London for many years. But after leaving and returning, and I went to see her, I said, Aunt so and so, I cried that day. I didn't want you to call. I had missed. Is it, is it so? I didn't know. So I can understand what Jesus, how he felt, and how the disciples were, knowing their master is going to leave them. So Jesus comforted them. He said, let not your heart be troubled. 
Ye believe in me, believe also, believe in God, rather, believe also in me. And he continued talking. Verse 18, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm coming back. I will come to you. But it still was not enough. All right. You know, I listen, if you've been there, you know what it feels like when someone leaves you. Maybe someone dies or someone you're separated or you're divorced or you're, um, you're leaving your friends. You know what I mean? I remember some time ago, I was picking up roots again. I kept moving from one country to the next. But this final time here, I was going somewhere else and they had this, um, well, um, the goodbye, you know, what they have, well, you know, forget what they call it. But anyway, that they had this little party and all I was considered about, well, I'm going, you know. I'd got so used to moving from country to country that it didn't really matter to me anymore. But I believe there were people who really missed me, you know. And so when someone is leaving or separated from you, there is some, it's separation. It is separation. And especially if the person who, who is leaving you has meaning in your life. There was that um, emotional connection, not even so much the, the, the biological or the physical, but the emotional con- you know, connection. So Jesus was here comforting his disciples. Verse 18 again, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And down here in verse 26, he says, but the comforter, Verse 25, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Yes, the Comforter, but Jesus, you're going there's going to be turmoil in my mind. Listen, you mean, just as though I did not show expression the day my aunt was leaving, but inside my mind, I was going over. There was turmoil. It's not seen on the outside. But on the inside, there was war, turmoil, churning, because this person is going. Jesus knew it. Yes, he's going to send the comforter, but he knew what was going on the inside. He could see the confusion on the inside, and this is where I'm getting to right now. This morning, I was there getting my breakfast ready. Yes, very early. And I was thinking about the word, and this came to me, and I said, I need to share it. You know why I need to share it? There's so much war in the world, war in families, groups, churches, government, countries, regions, nations, you name it from one continent to the next, there's war. So there's a lot of turmoil. You may say to yourself, well, it's not where I'm at. It may not be there yet, but listen, you don't have to hear the guns firing, okay? You don't have to hear the planes above. But inside your heart, inside your emotions are churning over. Like the milk churn, just going around like a concrete mixer. But hear what Jesus said, verse 27 of John 14. Peace I leave with you. 
Not just peace, you know. He said, my peace. I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I want to look at this, this phrase. Not as the world giveth. Think about it. World, world peace is conditional based on maybe a war, a treaty, something that is given in exchange. And very often, those or the worst concept of peace is easily broken. It is not sustainable. It is not the kind of peace that you can depend on. Outwardly, it is very insustainable. Can't be depended on, saints. They will sign all these treaties, all these international bodies they meet. And these men, they don't even know God. What do they know about peace? All they know is that, okay, we're going to stop the war here. We're going to stop the fighting here. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. And they believe that's going to pacify and everything's going to be all right. A few years later, a new generation comes up and something new happens. So the word, this is why Jesus said, it's not as the world gave it, not, the, not that kind of peace, not momentary. I know there's no um, tangible cost for this peace that I give you. All there is, is that you have faith. Two, you're willing to accept it. Three, you're willing to maintain it. Four, you trust me. Let's read it again. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. And I'm going to show you how different this kind of peace is. The peace which God gives to us. How, how very different it is. And nothing in comparable to what the world would give to you. The world's peace. You cannot depend on it. You can't think that um, the world's peace is going to help you. It will not help you. It will not help you. Hear what it says here. Philippians 4, and I'm going to read two verses, 6 and 7. It says, be careful for nothing. In other words, and this is what Jesus was saying. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't worry about anything. Don't become so overly concerned about the circumstances in the world. They're going to be here all the time. You know why? Sin. Sin is a catalyst, the agent, the change agent then. And sin is of the devil. His aim is for confusion. He started right there in heaven. That's where all that war, all the wars you see around here originated in heaven because of what Satan did. And then he brought it down here. That's why there will always be turmoil. It says here, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests 
be made known unto God. But hear what he says. And the peace of God, the comfort, the consolation, the protection, the true, real peace, the sustaining peace, the one that gives you comfort, which passes all understanding. That means you cannot understand it. It cannot be compared to the world's peace. All you need to do is receive it by faith. He said, this peace shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. You see, world's peace, it, it, the, what it does is that it gives you some comfort in knowing that, oh, well, country A is not going to rise up against country B. That's a promise they make. But can you believe that promise? Can you trust that promise? Man to man is so unjust. That's an old song in another country, from another country. Man to man is so unjust. It is true. You can't trust him because he smiles in front of you and behind his back he has a knife that as soon as you turn your back he's going to stab you. You better believe it. Or he laughs with you. Smiles with you. Oh, man, I agree with you. Turn your back. How can we get rid of this man? How can we get rid of this woman? How can we, get, how can we destabilize this government? What do we do? Because these, they're getting too big for their shoes. This is what the world does. So Jesus, the word of God says, the kind of peace that God gives to you, hear what it says, it is past all understanding and it's the peace that will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Now we go to Isaiah 26 and verse 3. He says, when you receive that peace, keep him. He said, that, that will keep him. You Listen, when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not coming to turmoil. You're not coming to war. Yes, he said, the road is fraught with um all kinds of troubles, distresses, wants, needs, you name it. This is why I said it is a straight and narrow road. It's not an easy road that we're traveling to heaven. Many, many, many are the troubles on the way. It's not an easy road. But we have God's peace. If you notice, the peace the world gives is on the outside. It's exterior. It can be broken any time. Anybody can, can destroy, can um, infiltrate this peace. But the peace, it says, thou will keep him, Isaiah 26, 3, thou will keep him. And by the way, for all you people talking about the he, she, it, and them, and the other, him means everybody, male or female. Okay? So when he says him, he's not talking about a man or men only. He's talking about everybody, woman, man, boy, girl, he or she. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. No, this is the only place you find perfect peace. Through Jesus Christ. He said, whose mind is stayed on thee because it trusts in thee. Therefore, it is not an exterior thing. It's a mind thing. God places it on the inside. 
inside of us, in our hearts. So that though there are turmoils all around us, there's war around us, we can still have that perfect peace. Oh, hallelujah. That sweet peace, the gift of God's love. But somebody said, there comes to my heart one sweet strain. Peace. Do you have peace this morning? When was the last time you felt so contented in your spirit and you know that the peace of God is really with you? You have the peace of God. Do you want God's peace? He said, peace I leave with you, even though you may be a Christian. Do you have peace this morning? You're going out to church this morning. What are you going to hear in your church? Are you just going to hear the bang, 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 boom, 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 and that's all you're going to hear? And the pastor gives you some sweet words and he makes sure pass around the plate or the bag. And soon from now they're gonna be coming with a push cart to pick up the offering because they now have the ATM in the in the church. This is all that's important nowadays in church, you know. Do you have when you go to church, when you leave, do you have peace after that message? Can that message keep you? Does it sustain you through the week? Hallelujah. Do you feel the presence of the Lord in your life during the week? You say you're a Christian. You went to church. What did you gain from going to church or you're going to church this morning? Do you expect to gain the same old, same old, dry, insipid KFC message? You know, fast food. He said, peace I leave with you. Jesus knew that if they had not planted that peace on the inside of the disciples, yes, they would have become disarrayed. They would have, and I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about in their minds. He told us he would, he, he would stay with us. And he, when they heard that he, would, he, would, he was alive, except for, of course, Sam, what's his name, Thomas? That was, that was for a reason. Jesus knew there would be people on this world, in this world today, this 21st century, who would not believe in him. But he can visit those persons the same way. He said to, to Thomas, oh, hallelujah. We live in a broken world saying, don't expect everything going to be four square. When the things are square, it turns out to be a rectangle. Mind you, I didn't like to this day. I don't, I don't even know geometry. I can remember a little bit of it. It was, it was, it was um, a square, a rectangle. It really was a triangle. Don't ask me about anything else. I know about the acute angle and the, what's it, the right angle. What I'm saying is this. The peace that the world gives cannot help you. Don't depend on governance. Don't be, depend on a president. Doesn't matter who. Don't depend on a prime minister. It doesn't matter who. Don't depend on a governor. It doesn't matter who. Don't depend on a mayor. It doesn't matter who. Don't depend on the police chief. The army. Depend on God. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. I want you to know sometimes you're in physical pain. And you have the highest position. Or you have an ulcer. And you have the highest position. Or you have some other disease. Highest position. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You need God's peace. 
keep you during that time. It's not the medicine you want to depend on. Depend on God's presence. Depend on him. I don't care who you are, how high you sit, or how low you think you are this morning. You need God. And if you want peace of mind, you can only get it through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. You see, he says this here in the same John chapter 14. Jesus says, verse 6, saith unto them, I am the way. You want peace? Jesus is the way. You want peace? He is the truth. You want peace? He is life. He says, no man unto the Father but by me. This morning, perfect peace, true peace, lasting peace comes only through Jesus Christ. Peace I leave with you. You know why Jesus said I'm leaving it with you? If you notice, it was not on the outside. He left it on the inside. That's why he said the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and shall bring all things to your what? Remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. He said, don't worry. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't get scared. You hear about this thing happening. That Listen, I think every week, we have some, there's some scary news coming out. And I believe at times this is the propaganda to, to make you become uneasy and to cause unrest. But if you have the peace of God, which passes all knowledge and understanding, it will keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. If the word of God tells us again, let's go back to Philippians. He said, be careful for nothing. Don't worry about anything. You know what you need to do? Rather than being fearful, frightened, frantic, stressed out, he says, bring everything in prayer. Bring it to prayer. Make a supplication with thanksgiving. He said, let your requests be made known unto God. Listen, the guru man or the, what they call it, the, 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 the voodoo man, the witch doctor, they, listen, they, they, they work with the devil. The devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. Find yourself a good pastor. Someone will, and I say a good one because there's so many fictitious ones out there. Okay? Or talk to God. Listen, if you talk to God yourself, just like the publican, he struck himself in his bosom after hearing, hearing the Pharisee. He said, ah. Uh, Lord, help me. I'm a sinner. I need your help. Don't try to measure yourself up with other human beings. Don't try to. They're all failures. A lot of them are failures. Know the truth and it will set you free. That's what the word of God says. Peace. Real peace only comes from Jesus Christ. God's peace is inner comfort. It is consolation. It's real. It is sustainable. But it is based on our faith. 
and trust in God. And it says here, verse 3 of um, Isaiah 26, Thou wilt keep him, in per or anyone then, in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. That means you do not, you don't vacillate. Today you believe, tomorrow you don't. You're constant. You remain firm. You remain stable. God says such and such, and I believe it, and I will not go to the left, nor will I go to the right. I am going to stay here. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusts in him. You can't trust anyone unless you have faith in that person. So, but when we look at the world, the world peace is unreliable. It is shaky, people. It's based on outward, insustainable arguments and treaties. How many of these treaties have been broken? There is no trust or confidence. It's all temporary. It's transient. You cannot trust world, the, the, the kind of peace the world gives to you. You cannot count on them. They cannot be trusted. But God's peace, when you think about God's peace, it comes directly from him. It places it in, you know what he does? Instead of leaving it on the outside. You know, these things, they have all these written letters and God knows, and they sign and so many people say, no, 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 no. God puts his peace in you and we can take it as is. It's in your heart for those who trust in him. No one can mine it away. You know, they go to these uh, mines and they mine gold and God knows diamonds and whatever. Nobody can mine away this peace, not even the devil. So long you stay intact, stay close to God. The devil can't take that peace away from you. Listen, he may take all that you have. Yes, you lose your job, your husband, your wife. Things happen. But still you can maintain the peace of God when you keep your what? Your mind stayed on him. When your mind is stayed on him. Listen, the devil can't steal it. You know why? It's perfect. When something is perfect, that means it is secure. It's well stabilized. It's lasting and above all. It is powerful. Look, when you have peace, those around you wonder, I don't understand. I mean, all these things are happening to him or her, and yet you don't hear them complain. There's a smile. I don't hear no animosities. I don't see no difference. What's the difference? What's causing all? Why are you so calm? Why are you so calm? Because someone, hallelujah, someone is in charge of your life. And while they may not, while that person is working on the inside, of you. The, the result of it is on the outside. That's what peace does. Work is on the inside, but the result is on the outside. You know? The thing about, when you think about God's peace, there is comfort, unlimited comfort, you know, to control your thoughts. Back again to Philippians. Let me get there. Philippians 4 and verse 8. 
says after after that for verse 7 he says, and the peace of god which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus when god's peace is inside of you you look at life differently so he said finally brethren whatsoever things are true it takes god's peace for you to decipher or to check out and begin to understand and unravel what is true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are, are, are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things it takes peace in your heart for you to spend the time to say let me see now what is true from fiction what's causing this this reality too many times we hear something we run with it we don't know if it is true or not but paul is saying here think about it but you can only do this you can only you can use this formula when god's peace is in you because you're at a place of contentment then you have time to decide to to question is it true is this honest is this just is it pure is it lovely is the same of good report is there any virtue in this thing will there be any praise and in fact who will get the praise who will get the praise let me say here right now only abiding peace there is comes from jesus christ and god places that peace in your heart when through faith you come to him and believe him and accept his son jesus christ whether you want to believe it or not the entire world is engrossed in conflicts hatred fears murders with blood gushing all around all around humans are being sacrificed through the shedding of blood and with the weapons of hate envy and pride but when you put it all together you know what it is all about the sum total is a quest for power or to maintain power over another or others at all cost oh hallelujah saints that the reason why we have so much war in this world it is getting power i want power over you that you see, you see down there they have they have gold down there i want that gold and i'm going to do whatever i can to get it for that country i want that I see that big house that mansion over there i want it so i'm going to do everything i can to get that mansion I don't care if the family is outside. I don't care if the country becomes poor. I want it. This is what's going on today. And that's why there's so much unrest. But in the midst of it all, if you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you can have peace. Saints, in closing, compare the peace of God and all you need is faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You know what? He gives us an invitation. I'm going to give you the invitation right now. If you want peace, Jesus has given us an invitation in Matthew 11:28 and 29. I'm going to read it for you now. 
It is the only way you're going to find peace. The only real peace, amen, is through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. Believe me, you can try. Listen, it won't be in, in alcohol. Changing what you so what this the, the, the people are telling you, um, your gender is not going to give you peace. Wrong, um, alcohol will not give you peace. Sex will not, and more sex will not give you peace. Materialism will not give you peace. Riches will not give you peace. Because you're fretting, you got to insure this. Listen, you got to insure everything. Look, you got to insure your ears different from your mouth. (laughs) You got to insure your left leg and the right leg separate. That's the way it is. I'm just being a little exaggerated here. But nevertheless, if you want the peace of God, which passes all knowledge and understanding, hear what Jesus says in Matthew 20. And I'm giving you the invitation now. I'm giving you an opportunity to receive this peace. But it's up to you. Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Take each phrase from these three um, sentence, um, verses. My yoke is easy, my burden is light, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Right now, there's a lot of unrest. There's turmoil everywhere you turn. Today, I hope that someone was blessed. If you were blessed, you can let us know. Send us an, an email. Go to our website. Or you can call us. This is Faith Restoration Ministries. And you'll find us at www frministry.org we are linked we are linked to um, Shekinah Theological College I believe this is the ministry for Shekinah Theological College because even though there's a college there it doesn't mean that we stop ministering so today Father we're asking this word as it goes forth it will touch somebody's heart when we think of all the unrest in the world the wars bloodshed the hatred the malice the fightings and everything that's going on, Lord. Governments, God, that cannot be trusted, administrations that are worse than the, the, the enemies from outside, then God, we need you. There will be unrest. It may not be on the outside, but even on the inside. Even those, they're God in power. On, there is unrest on their inside. There's turmoil, there's concern. There's worry. But we're asking you this morning that you will touch some heart, touch somebody, Lord, who will say, I need Jesus. And that that person will find you by coming to you in Jesus' name. Amen. This was Faith Restoration Ministries again. We're at www.frministry.org. It is so good to be here. I really um, enjoyed. In fact, I was looking forward so much. It's been such a long time, but I, I have to wait on the Holy Spirit. You know, and there's so many things going on today. 
and I want to be in the will of God. So we pray that you would have a wonderful day. And wherever you go to church or whenever time you listen to this program, it will be a great blessing to you. God bless you. Until we meet again, www.frministry.org, Faith Restoration Ministries, Faith Restoration Ministries International. God bless.